Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I absolutely love LinkedIn, as most of you know, because I get to find some really, really cool guests. And today, we've got a super cool one. His history is going to take a little while, I think, when I ask him the history question, because it's so robust and so super cool for Paul Pagnato to be on the show. Now, he is the CEO of Pagnato Carp, which is a multifamily office with more uh, billions under management than most of you have seen. Very, very, very successful financial services professional, but he's so much more because we're also going to talk today a little bit about transparency and this new book that he has that's coming out. So, Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. It is a pleasure to be on here and grateful for all you do for all of our listeners. Now, let's talk about your history. I mean, I don't even know how far back I want you to go because we could just rewind five years and it would take a while. But I want to know how you got to where you are today. You know, our audience is financial advisors and they look up to people like you. And and I'm sure that there's a lot that they can learn from. Well, life is a journey and I've had quite a journey and and it's been a beautiful one. Uh, When I went to school, to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I love the fish, love the water, scuba dive. So I thought I'd be a marine biologist. Ended up getting a degree in microbiology, graduated this degree, still wasn't passionate about it. But I took this job with a project with NASA to detect life in outer space. Did that for five years, never found it. I heard they're still looking for it. <laughs> and then completely changed careers into the financial industry. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. I interviewed 10 different offices with Merrill Lynch before they would finally hire me. Had none of the things that you would look for hiring a financial advisor. And did not, I don't come from money, didn't have a marketing background, a sales background, a finance background, none of the attributes. For me, every time I had failure, every time I met with uh, an interviewed, uh, went on an interview, I wanted this. I wanted it so bad. It was like adding fuel to the fire. So then I spent 19 glorious years with Merrill Lynch. had some of the best mentors in the world. The financial crisis hit, and I was exposed to things. I was in management. I launched a private bank for Merrill Lynch in Washington, D.C., while having a, having, having a team. And financial crisis in 08, 09, the Great Recession, changed a lot of our lives and changed my life. And I was just exposed to so many areas at that time that were not transparent. And crisis brings transparency to a level that we've never seen before. And we're seeing that again today with with the pandemic. That led me to create my own business, launch my own business. We are true fiduciaries and uh, we created these 10 standards of transparency. It's been unbelievable. when I was at Merrill, the private bank uh, oversaw about a billion dollars in assets. Eight years later, nine years later, uh, we're advising on close to $5 billion. Uh, It's been an incredible journey. When I look back, one of the number one reasons why is because of the level of transparency that we have brought to our business and to our industry. Let's use an operational definition because I want to make sure people understand how you're using that word 
What does transparency mean to you? And let's put it in context, uh, not only to the book, but also in financial services and your business. Transparency is pure, clean, objective um, communication, information, thoughts uh, related to whatever subject it is that, that we're discussing. We find ourselves in a position uh, where we need to disclose things or need to disclose a lot of things. That should be a red flag. Like we're not being as transparent as we can be right up front and putting it in layman terms. Being transparent is just openly, accurately communicating the facts and the data. Okay. You also use the word fiduciary. So are you saying this from a fiduciary standpoint? Or are you talking about this from a fee standpoint, from a marketing operations? Help us uh, clarify this a little bit more. Help us be more transparent. <laughs> so really all aspects of the business. So whether it's fees, whether it's the terms, the, the actual contract with the client, whether it's the reporting to the client, whether it's access, whether it's on a fiduciary basis, the accountability of being a fiduciary. We like the term of being a true fiduciary. It's really in all aspects of, of our business. And so what we strive to do day in and day out is take transparency to a whole new level in every interaction with our client. It could be how we present. It could be from a marketing standpoint. It could be our roadmap meetings. It could be a portfolio review. It could be uh, any single, any, any aspect of how we interact with a client. We want to bring it to a whole new level because today we're in a period of abundance. Our world and our industry went from a period in, in an industry of scarcity, like just a scarcity of information, a scarcity of, of products and solutions to a world of abundance. Now, anybody can pretty much access any information, any product, any service solution online. So when you make this transition from scarcity to abundance, what is going to change the mind? Why is an investor, a consumer gonna buy product A versus B or work with one advisor versus another advisor, or one firm versus another firm? And it's because of trust. They're going to trust one more than the other. And transparency and trust go hand in hand. So you're not going to get 100% trust until you've had complete transparency. So with this movement of scarcity to abundance, transparency is paramount. And the companies that are flourishing today, the advisors that are flourishing today, have taken transparency to new levels in a certain niche. Well, Paul, some of the things in our industry are just fundamentally not transparent. I mean, look look at a prospectus. Nobody understands what that means. I've been in financial services for 15 years, and I still throw them away. Or actually, I recycle them. But help us understand that. <laughs> you're, you're right. I feel it is, and we build more trust with our clients if we were to place our client into a product, into a mutual fund, ETF, where there's a 40-page prospectus associated with it, our job is to give them the bluff. 
the bottom line up front. So our job is to simplify those terms and tell them exactly what the cost is, exactly what the terms are getting in or out. Is there a commission or is there not a commission? So that's our job and our ability to simplify that is critical in building that, that trust and providing that level of transparency. So I agree with you. Our industry is so complicated. And the reality is the average investor is not financially literate. 50% of people graduating college today, 50% of college graduates are financially illiterate. Mm-hmm. So the population, 60, 65% are illiterate. So majority of our, fi- our clients, they, they don't understand the basic, they don't understand really how a bond works, but we do. And we need to be transparent about that. And it's up to us to simplify that and simplify those terms of a, per, of, a, of a prospectus or any solution that we provide our clients. How does this separate you from the advisor down the street? So before we go into your you know, 10 aspects of, of the transparency, I want to just focus in on the marketing component of this. How do you communicate that transparency in a way that is going to draw people to you and attract them because you are so transparent and fundamentally different than the advisor down the street? What we are doing is, by being uber transparent, is we are stripping out all the complexity of being an advisor, and we're making it very, very simple. An example, when we communicate to a prospect who comes in to meet with us, we're able to tell them right up front immediately what our cost is. What is the cost of working with our family service? It's one fee, it's simple, and we're able to communicate to them that is the only fee that we receive. That's it. There's no commissions, there's no trailers, there's no revenue share. We have one focus, we have one agenda, we have one source of revenue. It's simple. So it's simple for that person to understand. I believe it's things like that that give us a massive competitive advantage. And not only with that person that we're wanting to establish that trust and rapport with, but even operationally, when you strip out all of the, all that stuff, you operate so much more efficiently and smoother. The decision processes become much, much easier and it enables you to grow exponentially. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm sure this is not the first time that you've had uh, somebody ask you this question. But why is it that earning a commission on a product does not equal a fiduciary standard? By paying, by, by an advisor being incented to place client's capital in one solution, a greater incentive in placing client's capital in one solution, one product, one investment versus another creates a bias, creates a conflict. We're all human beings. We're all working really hard. We all have obligations, family obligations, financial obligations. And life is a journey, and there's times when things are more difficult financially than others. And if an advisor is put in a position where they need to earn more income, and the path and the way for them to earn more, earn more income is by placing a client's asset into something that pays them more, 
they are just that's human. It's natural. It's normal. They're going to be incented. They're going to be enticed. They're going to be motivated to go that path. That's why commissions were created versus an advisor that is paid the same fee regardless of what the product service or solution is. They're not biased. Hmm. Their income, their financial stability, how they take care of their family, their incentives are just to purely to do the right thing for the client. When somebody picks up your book, they're going to have the opportunity to find out about how to become more transparent. And you used the number 10 earlier in the podcast. Let's talk about those 10 things and what people can glean as business owners in financial services or even outside of financial services from this book that you have coming out. What we did is we met with the SEC, the Department of Labor. I met with the, the, the commissioners, the chairman, the head of some of the largest financial companies in the world. And we spent three years determining what standards could we create as a business. What are our operating standards to do everything we can to minimize and strip out the conflicts and to simplify everything, not just for us and the business and the advisors and the staff, but also for the clients. So we created these 10 standards of transparency and we call them true fiduciary standards. So every single team member attests to them, they're put in our ADV that we file with the SEC, they're in every employment, every employment agreement, they're in every client contract, and we live by them. And what this has done is led me on to a journey of transparency. It's actually been a lifelong journey. So what I've done is I've studied hundreds, thousands of companies, and I've studied the ones that are growing exponentially. I've studied the ones that are head and shoulders above all of their peers. And what I've synthesized is there are six common denominators. There are six, I call them the six T's of transparency. There are six aspects that they follow. And that's what's enabling them to grow exponentially. And it's the root of its transparency. So transparency standards is the first T and it's the very first one. And I just happened to stumble across that when I was making that transition to independence, to being a, to being a true fiduciary. If you take it further, the next T is terms, a ridiculously simple contract. If the, you said this so well, Matt, if the contract is so complicated, if the prospectus is so complicated, you need to be an attorney to figure out that's a red flag. Your client or prospect's going to check out. So your terms need to be ridiculously simple. Let me give you an example of that. Uber. Uber did this so well, right? Before Uber in the ride-sharing industry, we call a cab. Today, we still call a cab. The reality is you don't know exactly what the terms are. You don't know who's going to pick you up. You don't know where your driver is. You don't know exactly what the cost is going to be. You, know, you don't know what kind of experience you're going to have, what kind of car they're going to pick you up in. You don't know any of that. Well, Uber and Lyft have completely changed those terms. A couple clicks, you have all that information. You know exactly what the terms are going to be. And that's what we are doing in our industry. Total accountability is a third one. We hold ourselves accountable we are held accountable by the SEC to these 10 standards. 
I don't know of another firm, I don't know of another advisor that does that. Think of Patagonia. Patagonia is one of the most flourishing companies. They're growing exponentially. They hold their suppliers accountable. So when you buy a hat or those great looking Patagonia jackets or a fleece or something from Patagonia, you know that the people who made that were paid a fair wage and were treated well. They have a very, very high level of accountability. The fourth T is transparent cost. People need to know exactly what they're paying for. And so with our financial services, we quote our clients, our prospect, a fee. We dollarize it. They know exactly what they pay. And when we meet with them every three months, we show them all the costs. We give them total transparency. Amazon did that, right? Before Amazon, the retail industry, you go to, you can go to one store, you're going to pay one price. You go to another store, you're going to pay another price. One store is going to have one return policy. Another store is going to have another return policy. It's crazy. Amazon completely changed that. When you buy something from Amazon, you know exactly what the cost is. You know exactly when it's going to arrive. And you know exactly what the return policy is. And now they're one of the most valuable companies in the world. Yeah. I'm going to pause you there uh, just because there's a couple of logistics questions that I have here. Do you provide examples of of any of this communication, any of the client-facing materials that you guys have built over time in order so that an advisor, when they purchase your book or they engage you somehow, can learn the language? Because there's a lot of language you're using here, Paul, that's really good. And I just wanted to ask, what level of um, depth do you provide uh, your the people who want to have a relationship with you to communicate this more effectively with their clients? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you, if you purchase the book and you can buy it digitally uh, on Amazon, um, hard copy, whatever suits you, it's audio recorded. There will be a plethora of detailed examples of in our industry and in our business, how we've applied these six T's, but also to other businesses and other industries. So there are explicit details with each of the T's in the financial industry, how they can be applied, as well as all the other industries and the companies that are leading those industries employing these six T's. All right. So you, I cut you off at truth. Why don't you pick up from truth? Yeah, thanks. So prospects in the market, they want to know and feel that they're constantly being communicated to in a truthful manner. How, they pro- how people process is it's the data and the facts. So if somebody asks you a question or from a marketing standpoint, if you are communicating things that are very vague, that are very gray, that are very opaque, then it's going to, you know, the person is going to have to decipher that and filter that and figure out what's truthful versus not. Versus if you give them the facts, you make it very, very simple and you give them the data, you're going to have much greater success in building that, that truth. So just always constantly openly communicating and you can't communicate enough. Never, never assume anything. So for example, client fees, if you're not communicating to your clients exactly what they're paying on a consistent basis, their mind is probably processing and thinking they're paying more. You want to give them the truth, the facts, We do it on a quarterly basis. They know exactly what they pay to the penny. And then the last one is trust. 
And if you've successfully followed those five T's, you've got trust. And trust and transparency go hand in hand. And you will, you will have arrived. And I can assure you, your business will begin to grow exponentially by following. When you're trying to communicate this to prospects, this is something that we believe podcasting can truly help with, is the idea that you can build a relationship with a client or a prospect over this medium to start building that trust, being transparent, communicating who you are, what you do, and what makes you different as an advisor down the street. What what do you recommend for people to do this? Uh, we refer to it as scaled credibility. Is there a way to scale this level of transparency in a prospecting manner? There is. What we do is multiple ways. So what we do is when we meet with somebody, we give them this right up front. So we know this is on, we're, we're kidding ourselves if we're thinking this is not on their minds. Okay, this is on their minds. This is what they want to know. People just want to know the deal. It's just like, give them the deal. Tell them right up front and give them what, the, what your transparency standards are. Tell them right up front what your terms are. Tell them right up front how you're holding yourself and how the SEC is, is holding you accountable. Tell them right up front what the costs are. Tell them right up front how are you going to truthfully communicate to them on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annual basis. Super good question, Matthew. And we give it to them right up front. So that is literally what happens the first 10 minutes of the meeting because that's on their mind. That's their mental chatter. And let's just give it to them. And then you're building trust right out of the gate. And it makes for the rest of the meeting, just it just flows. Like, it's just beautiful. How do you acquire new clients for your, your practice? Yeah, so we have three main channels. The first is the proven, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners also obtain their clients through client referrals. Very fortunate. Every year we have 99, 98% client retention, very satisfied clients, and they tell people about us. So that's number one. Number two is through centers of influence. Could be investment bankers, attorneys, CPAs, so key centers of influence for our, our marketplace. And then the third is digitally. So uh, we do have clients that are searching for an advisor online, on the internet, and they find us, they go to our website and they're checking us out and they inquire and they, they, they email us or they call us and we, we obtain clients uh, that way. So those are the three, that's 90% of all of our business, business that comes in are through those three channels. If you were to be able to give a brand spanking new advisor one piece of advice that you sure as heck wish you would have known in your old Merrill Lynch days, what would it be? Create your set of transparency standards. Take the time, take a step out of your business, work on your business, create a set of transparency standards, and then openly share and communicate that with your clients, with your prospects, and with your team. Besides your book, which we're going to give everybody, the website and everything is all going to be in the show notes, but is there one book, one TED Talk, one anything like that that you find yourself giving away more often than not being a thought leader? I mean, you speak all over the place, you know, you're on television, 
Paul, I'm sure people ask you this question. I mean, do you, do you have that go-to book or that go-to thing? 100%. The name of the book is Exponential Organizations. The author is Salim Ismail. Salim was the chief architect behind Yahoo. He was one of the original people, original creators of Singularity University. He now has his own company. In fact, Matthew, before we hire anybody in our company, part of the interview process is they have to read the book and then they have to present to me and whoever they would be reporting to how they're going to implement some of these concepts in the book. So the book teaches things like a decentralized organization. There are certain traits, and I've uh, explained one of them, transparency. There are certain traits that the companies that grow exponentially have. And Salim, through his book, does, it's a masterpiece. And so there are just so many nuggets in there, so many takeaways as an advisor, as an entrepreneur, helping advisors, helping entrepreneurs, helping clients with, with Salim's book. Yeah. From your humble beginnings as a microbiologist trying to search for life on of extraterrestrial planets all the way to, to where you are now. I personally want to thank you, Paul, for, for taking us on this journey today. This was super fun. It's great to get to know you. Let's talk about how people can get the book, find out more about you. Would you mind taking a minute? You bet. You bet. You can find the book on Amazon. Uh, or you could go to the website of uh, www.transparencywave.com. The name of the book is Transparency Wave. So you do a Google search Transparency Wave. It'll take you right to our website. You can order the book, but you can order it on Amazon, Audible, Kindle, uh, whatever is best suits you and how you like to uh, obtain all the data and information. Well, Paul, I really want to thank you very much. This has been a lot of fun. Good learning experience. Uh, I've heard of the book before, by the way, The Exponential uh, Organization. And uh, that's something ah. that my business partner and I have looked at because we are in the process mm. of also growing exponentially. And it's really good to get those those traits. I appreciate you walking us through the tease. That was super awesome. And just giving us some good advice so that our audience can understand how you've grown so successfully as a financial services professional and a professional and also giving us some really good marketing pieces. So, Paul, thanks for being on the show. Uh, thank you very much. Transparency changes everything. Thanks so much. Paul Pagnato, the CEO of Pagnato Carp and the author of the book, Transparency Wave, has been our guest today. Of course, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And finally, if you know somebody who really is anti-transparency, which there are some people in our industry who still don't want to tell everybody what's really happening, please just pass on this podcast to them because they also need to understand that this is truly what is going to help you build a much faster, deeper, and better relationship with your existing clients and prospects if you're truly transparent. If you have any ideas for our podcast, all you have to do is email me, Matt, at Top Advisor M. I'll be more than happy to field your questions or ideas for podcast topics as we are here to serve you. So for everybody at uh, Pagnato Carp and Paul and everybody here at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. 
Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.